Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it, baby. Let's go. Come on. All right, AJ, how we doing today, man? Hey, I see something. I, I see like a glow about you, man. What's what's going on right now? Oh, uh, that's that championship glow, dog. You know, oh. man, it, it wrapped it up uh, last Thursday. We won the state championship. Couldn't be prouder of them boys, man. The community just, just bro, it, it's one of them things. It was awesome to me, too, because my girlfriend got to be there and witness it firsthand. So she kind of got to see, you know, why I tick and talk like I do and that, that motor. And, I, and she told me on the bus ride home, man, she said, babe, I, I, I get it. I, I see what it's about now. Like you, you, a lot of people think you're chasing the ring, which we had our ring meeting yesterday. And I was, was about cool to talk about thing. that. Uh, you know, the kids get to design their state championship ring that they're forever going to have. But she was like, you chase this sense of community, the memories, the uh, police escorts, you know, into school and, you know, three, four hundred of your of your classmates and faculty and parents and grandparents waiting on you in the parking lot. And I said, man, winning is fun, ain't it? And she just kind of laughed. She was like, how long are you going to enjoy this one? I said, maybe a day or two. And of course, by Sunday, it didn't ran its course. And I was on to the next one. Time to get back to work to go get it. So, man, it was just an awesome week and proud of Raider Nation. And this year, seniors go out on top, man. Couldn't yeah, ask I for it. I love that, man. I'm AJ, when I, when I heard, man, so you don't know. Well, I mean, you do know. There were so many people following y'all. Facebook was just Facebook was nuts that day. And so I was those couple of days. And so I was able to kind of, you know, HA up, you know, to and, and, and so there was people oh, just, I saw you, man. Yeah. And and so there was people just posting and stuff like that. So I was able to follow along. And when I finally saw that you guys took it, man, I was I was so pumped for you personally, because I know how much we've we've kind of talked and and how much you've been, been involved as well as all of the other coaches as well as each and every one of the students who gave their all through this whole thing man and so just a powerful powerful thing to be able to be with a group of boys man and and you know almost it's that classic underdog story man and so i i love it i love it i love it good to see it man and uh, and winning looks good on you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. It was cool, man. The the state that this is the first year they've done this. You know, the NBA NFL vibe. You know, give you a flat bill with champs, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I've always been a flat bill fan, but I like it even more with that champ across the front. Hopefully, get that in the collection one day. And bro, it uh, hits different. 
it hits different. And you, uh, and I'll say that, man, we'll leave it in the past, but you talked about the underdog story and man, I didn't realize to the next day, we were actually ranked seventh in the state in 3A um, going into that playoff game and uh, against Gordo, uh, who was number one, who we had to play, but you know what, dog? They went number one that day, them Raiders, Raiders, baby, number one in 3A. And uh, it was cool, man, because we won one in 2014 in 2A. So two different classifications, two state championships. Man, credit to the the boys of Raider Nation, the men, the women that all make that train go, man. Just happy to be along for the ride with them. Yeah, man. And so we're excited. We were all rooting. And now I want the podcast world to know that that this podcast – is brought to you by champions we got champions on this podcast bro and so and so with that uh i want to kind of segue into what we wanted to talk about today today i had this idea man and it and 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 today's podcast is titled release it now and so um in in the wake of of all of this man i just on monday Release my second book, man, and and my second book. Thank you, thank you. Is is Heart of Blaze: The New Believer's Journey to Seeking the Heart of God. And here's what I what I had really on my heart in the wake of everything that you guys were facing, and in the wake of of uh, all all that I've gone through in and through my life. So many people know me in in different in different lights, right? A lot of people weren't there through my troubled years, man. Uh, some people were, right? But but there was a lot of people who have been following my journey here lately that they don't know what they don't know. And when, when I look back at all of the losses that I faced, all of the hardships that we faced, um, man, and, and especially the, the way that, that I grew up, I, it, this thing could have gone a couple ways, AJ. We, oh. we made it. Had it gone the way it should have went statistically, you and I wouldn't even be here having this conversation because God only knows where I would be, man. And so I I wanted to say there's a lot of people that are facing so many different things and hardships and situations that want better, but they're afraid that they don't have it, what it takes or, or, or how to, how to go to the next level. And I just wanted to encourage somebody. I wanted to give somebody permission to re- release it now. And what I'm talking about is your gift. What is that inside of you that you need to release out into the world? As a published author, people ask me all the time, Dustin, I have a great idea for a book. I would love to write a book. How's it done? And then I tell them how to do it. And then they come back with, well, I don't think I really have what it takes or they just sit on it and never do anything with it. So here's what I want to ask you, AJ. So when you look back at the challenges and obstacles and things that you've had to overcome, and what what is it that that you know really um, made it possible for you to to step into that championship lifestyle, if you will? what what makes somebody make that determination of like, because last last week we talked a little bit about fear, insecurity, and stuff like that from stopping people. Now I want to know what's the difference? What makes people, what is it that brings people to the light rather than stepping away from it? 
Oh man, you know, uh, for, for me personally, and I think a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people in a lot of different professions, but especially coaches and athletes, uh, you know, they, they would start, man, uh, the great Pat Summit, who was the lady volunteers basketball coach, built a dynasty at the University of Tennessee many decades, man. Uh, you know, she always said winning is all about attitude. And uh, you have to adopt the winning attitude even when things are not going your way. Um, but then also winning attitude to me, means you got to accept challenges, take risks, understand you're going to fail, but you can't let the failure stop you. And it's more about it is worth taking the risk to get going to release it now than to sit around and wait till your end of life and look back with regret. I think that's where winning starts because it gives you that edge like, you know, feet uh you know fight or flight mentality man and you know winners they just we just we just you know me and you man in our dna a lot of a lot of people like us you know we call it got that dog man check the x-ray yeah. i got that dog in me and it's just like bro i would rather take risks and fail because i got that i want to be a winner mindset and learn from the failures because you can learn from failure and perfect the process and ultimately get to winning but if you quit or you never start when it does get hard, bro, you're never going to win. And I think that's where a lot of people stay in that uh, fear of failure mentality um, that they they don't understand that the winning is all about the attitude, man. It's all about how you think up top to start the day um, when adversity strikes, still keeping you cool and thinking with your head on straight, um, carrying that kind of energy um, into, you know, your relationship goals, your professional goals, uh, you know, your coaching goals, whatever it may be, man. And I, I, for me, number one, I think it starts changing your mindset to I'm going to have a winner's mindset. I'm going to have a winner's attitude every day, man. I may not win every game, but I know I'm going to bounce back because the win is coming if I stay the course. But if I quit, it's a forever hell, dog. You ain't ever going to get the championship that you've been going after and whatever it is in life. That's so good. I do believe absolutely it's a mindset, man. I absolutely believe in my heart it's a mindset. I was talking to a guy yesterday that was um, really wanting to get into speaking, and he was really wanting to join um, uh, our community at Next Level, all, all of these different things. And he was talking about, he was like, you know, uh, he said, I'm a big believer that if if I if I put what I want out there, um, he, he was a big believer in the law of attraction. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Now, I'm not one of those name it, claim it guys. I do <laughs> believe that there is some work you got to put in and you got to dig and you got to claw and you got to fight your way to it. But I am a believer that it's possible, right? That if you want something bad enough within, you, you know, if you don't, if you're born with, you, you know, no arms and no legs and you want to make it to the NBA, I believe that's going to be a challenge. OK, I mean, yeah. but but within reason, I believe that, you, you know, if you want something bad enough, man, you 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 do everything you can to make that happen. And there's something magical that happens when you put it into the atmosphere, when mm -hmm. you give God your best. And you ask God for what it is that that you're after. Um, you, you know, I do believe that God wants what's good for you. And he wants to um, help you along your way and along your journey. So in that mindset, I think that we get trapped a lot of times at our, in our losses. 
And, um, you, you know, looking back at, at my losses and the hardships that, that I have faced and, and been through, I've been lucky enough to count my gains, to count my wins, to count the things that have gone well over counting the losses. And that has allowed me to use my losses as a testimony to encourage other people out there that, hey, yo, if I can do it, you can do it, right? And here's the thing. I hadn't even mastered it. You hadn't even, like, we're just getting started, baby. Like, like, stand back and watch because we're just getting started. And so with that, it's possible for the listener to be in this place right now and say, man, I'm so far behind. Like, like I am so far behind financially, physically, mentally, spiritually. And I want to tell you, I hear you. I feel you. And right now in my spirit, I hurt for you, but I'm also excited for you because I know what God can do with something broken. And I was watching American Idol, man, of law. Craziest thing, my my family, we love American Idol. It's just something we watch. And so we were watching. It hits you in the feels sometimes too, bro. Yeah, man, it hits you in your feels, man. And we were watching. And one of the mentors uh, were talking to one of the kids that were singing. He talked about a guitar. And he said, on the back of this guitar, he said, what happens a lot of times, he said, is, you, you know, a lot of musicians will drop their guitar going to grab it off of the thing. He said, this back part will bust. He said, but what happens is we can glue this piece on the guitar. And he said, it's the craziest thing that this particular piece right here, it grows back so, or it it, it strengthens so much stronger than it ever was before. And watching what God can do is so much like that, AJ. It's like he can take those broken moments of our life And he can almost shape them and mold them. And now the scars, the physical scars will still be there. But we're so much stronger because of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And, you know, it's like uh, I was listening to uh, the uh, Secrets to Success podcast the other day um, with Jamal King and E.T. and uh, uh, Jeremy Anderson, I think, may have been on that one. And uh, they were talking about how, you know, the caterpillar is not comfortable, man, because it goes through the process of becoming a butterfly. Um, and, you know, it's it's like you think about it, man. It's like a caterpillar eating a very pretty insect, right? But when it turns into the butterfly, they're these majestic, beautiful creatures that grow their wings and they take off. And, um, you know, they were talking about how don't get lost in the process of the end goal um, because you got to go through it. You, you got to, you know, it's going to break you down time to time. That's where you get stronger is in the brokenness, man, because what do you gain when you get through something bad? You bring, you gain strength internally and mentally and spiritually. And, you know, sometimes physically, bro, I got buddy, you know, cousins and stuff that's been locked up and it's like, they went in and they was not the most jacked in shape cat but they had to do some time 
And, you know, they said, bro, you sit around in a cell for eight, nine hours, you get bored, push-ups and sit-ups become kind of a religion to you to occupy your mind. And then yeah. you work on the mental strength while you're in there. And it's like, they come out, man, and I, I got a buddy, man, back in Mobile that had to do like six or seven years, came out, man, best shape of his life, has a tree-cutting business, has like a hot shop business where, he, you know, he does long calls people. Dude's killing him, man, making over six figures a year, dude, just, you know, and it's like he and he tells people had I not had to sit in timeout for a little while and get it together and be broken to the point of like taking my own life was kind of crossing his mind at one point to come out of what he came out and live the life he's got now with a beautiful wife, family, you know, beautiful home with a pool in the back, man. And it's like he gives credit to the process, you know, it's like, bro, if I hadn't been broken, I wouldn't have been strong enough to handle all this. I would have never figured it out. And, you know, that's one of the things, man, a lot of folks, when they take an L, they get so caught up in the L, they forget the lesson that's being learned in it, man. And just like winning championships, you ain't going to win them every year. But, you know, the best motivation for the next year's team, that loss in the playoffs, remember how it feels, them seniors saying goodbye, came up a little short, and, you know, nobody likes to take the L, but it's just part of the process. But you can turn it into something of growth. And, you know, a lot of coaches use the last year's losses motivation for, you know, the next year's team's success. So it all goes hand in hand, man. You know, nobody wants to go through um, whatever that that morphing period is for that butterfly, man, in that cocoon, that time, that uh, that, uh, that isolation. Nobody um, yeah, nobody wants to go through that cocoon process, man. And like that, that moment in isolation. And so kudos to the ones who can go into those hard seasons. Kudos, big shout out to the ones who can go into those moments. Right. And, and redemption is on its way and really see like, oh, whoa, like, like what I have done up to here, it didn't work. Now I've got to make some changes because insanity, the very definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over, expecting different results. And at some point, we have to stop being insane, right? And so at some point, we have to start making some changes. And so for that person that's listening in, it's like, okay, all right, so so what exactly do I need to do? Here's what I say. Release it now okay uh you want to you want to go for that next big promotion you got to release the attitude you you want that promotion you got to release that attitude right you yeah. want that next big thing all right then we've got to stop purchasing whatever all of those things that are stopping us from being able to go out and get, you, you know, um, the next thing that we want or desire. If you want to get back in shape, you have to push back from the table. You have to release it now. You want to start writing a book? Okay, you have to sit down. You have to grab your computer. You have to start your fingers moving, and you have to release it now. And so I want to give someone the permission to step into their life and stop counting the losses and start counting the wins. What is it that you have that is going right for you? What is it that you have that is going well for you? What advantage do you have 
over the next person, right? That puts you in a position of elevation and then start to take that path forward, right? And that will be your path to purpose. Absolutely, man. And, you know, as you were, you know, talking about let, releasing it and letting it go, man. And, you know, and you and I have talked about me, uh, you know, wanting to write a children's book based off kind of like how my sister motivated me as an athlete. And uh, since our last conversation about it, man, I've started, you know, if I got 20, 30 minutes, you know, I've been so locked in with baseball, but I found at night, man, I was like, instead of obsessing about the next playoff round, uh, Get started, and then when the season ends, dive into that and let that be your competition for a little while till everything else gets sorted out. And so, man, I've been typing, man, and I just started typing, dude, and I got 10 pages done in like like that because I was oh. just just started going. I was like, I ain't worried about the pro edit and the da 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 and you know, correct grammar. I'm just gonna write it and get it on paper, and See then it. we'll go back when I can get with Dustin and people that know the game and readjust it and get it get it to that championship level. But there's a zero level of championship level as long as it's up here in my head. I got to get it on pen to paper. Um, so man, just and that that just that little push that little nudge to get going, man. And it's like you were talking about working out, man. It's like a lot of folks, man, we got our little accountability group with our Path to Purpose gang. And then we got our boy Lance involved, man. And we, look, I'm here to help. Dustin's here to help anybody out there, man, just needing a little push in the fitness department. 2023, I told him January 1st, man, it's jump man year, Jordan year, uh, time to compete, baby. And, you know, to bring home the championship, with that statement on January 1st, and here we are to end the May, the state champs, man. It's not just in coaching, man. It was an attack on, on life. Mm-hmm. Um, we just mm-hmm. have that winning mindset, release all that energy that we got built up, all this want, all this trying to get everybody to the next level, ourselves included. We're just going to release all this energy into life, man, and we're going to see what happens. And uh, it's all been lining up. But, you know, you was talking about people wanting to work out. A lot of folks, man, they got the want to. Um, they're just scared to. They don't want to go sign up at the gym. They don't think they know what they're doing. And sometimes it's just a text to a bud. Hey, man, get up and get active. You know, I sent it in the group text the other day. Hey, man, just get up and go get it. Get active. Break bread and eat today, baby, whatever it is. Ride your bike. Uh, you know, some folks just need that little push, man. They don't necessarily need a kick in the behind. Just a little push to get going, man. And uh, what, what we're talking about, you know, releasing it today, man, that's one of the things, you know, a lot of folks stop holding on to it, man. Release that emotion, release that attitude, release that energy out there into the universe, into the world. God already knows that sometimes he just wants to hear you speak it, um, that confidence he gives you. But you're like, oh, man, they don't want to hear this. I can't take the t- uh, stage and speak. They don't want to hear what I got to say. God's replaying that in your spirit, bro, because he's wanting you to get it out there because that you got to put it out there for people to see. Because like you said, man, people don't know what they don't know. Um, so it, it's definitely, you know, all about releasing it out there. Put it all out there on the table, man, and no. just go. Stop overthinking. Now, that's exactly right, man. And when you talked about the accountability groups, I think that's one thing that we lack. Uh, in this world is people who will tell you what you uh, uh, need to hear, right? We surround ourselves with people who tell you what you want to hear. I was at the beach for a few days this this past oh, week. And I was jealous. Yeah. Hey, bro, I was, I was in it, man. I was loving <laughs> it too. And so, but here's what happened. So I'm in the water. I'm in these ocean waves. And there's these, you know, it's getting summer. We got teenagers. There's parties. There's all that coming down to the beach. 
And so me and a couple of others are, are, are just kind of in the water. We're floating. We're And there's this group of teenagers behind me. There's these uh, probably college age girls and guys behind me or whatever. And I overheard this one girl saying how her boyfriend was mad and at like her going out to the bar or some uh, somewhere with these guys. And so the other girlfriend was like, oh, girl, how dare he da 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 da. <laughs> so at this point, I'm kind of invested here. So oh, I'm yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the beach. I'm like, OK, what are they what's going to happen here? And so she's like, oh, girl, he shouldn't. Have, if that was me, I'd have da 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 da. It was not helping the situation. Whatsoever. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> so then the girl that's having the issue with the boyfriend, she goes into uh, what some like stuff that occurred that night and it was horrific dog i'm talking graph and i'm like no, no 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 yeah he had a problem with you going there yes he had a problem with because what you're saying now <laughs> like had i been the one in that conversation i could have had the audacity to step in and say you know what aj they had a problem with that because look what transpired. Exactly. They have a problem with that because I know you. That meme that uh, with Ben Stiller where it's like, I know you, you know you, you exactly. know I know you, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like, so, so what is wrong with having people in your life that will speak to the negative or speak to the, um, to the things you do wrong? We all want people to speak to what we do right. And it's aggravating. It's harmful. It's not good. When I speak to someone, I remember I called Jeremy one time and I had a problem, man, a major, major problem with something that I needed a partner in crime with. And I remember he told me, he said, no, he said, you're wrong. And I was like, what? And he's like, you're the one that's taking you had you went into this with expectation. They didn't meet your expectation. Now you're mad. You need to go back and da 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 da. And I was like, man, this is ridiculous, you know, like and it wasn't until later after I did what was suggested and everything smoothed over and it was great that I realized that I had to go crawling back and I had to say, homie, you were right. I should have done that all along and it was pride the whole time. And yes. so you got to be in a, a position to give that to someone, but you also have to be in a position to receive that from someone. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I think a lot of it too, when you were talking about that incident, um, you know, like I think about like coaching staffs, man, as coaches, you know, you have your head coach, your assistant coaches, this and that. And, you know, it, people, People not in the game or never been a part of a team or in a leadership role like that, they, they don't understand it, man. I tell you, man, some of the most dogfight arguments I've ever heard are on a headset on Friday nights when the coach is, man, you know, he thinks we should have ran the ball. This coach says we should have thrown the ball. So when your guys ain't blocking and it's just like boom, 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 pop, pop. And it's like, man. We're all on the same team. And then the game that does settles, the game's over. And it's, you know, all right back to one accord, one heartbeat. Um, and, you know, baseball is the same way too, man. And it's like there's times 
where we're making coaching decisions and there's four of us on the staff and it'd be two and two. You know, it's like these two coaches think we should do this. Me and the other coaches think we should do that. And you just kind of whatever, man. And then it reasons out, you know, the head coach makes the decision and you roll on with it. But, you know, it's always you don't want people on your staff, man. When you're trying to level up, it's always going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. I think as a coach, you need to have uh, a healthy critic on the staff that's going to think. Uh, like you sometimes, but think against you sometimes in a sense to really keep you in check um, to be like, hey, man, I know you think that's the right call right now. We should bunt this guy, but we shouldn't. I know what the stats say. This kid's batting 500. We need to let him swing it. And instead of getting a sacrifice, but you get a two RBI double, um, that kind of thing. Um, and a lot of folks, man, are scared to speak up and, you know, critique. And, you know, they, like you said, we live in a world, everybody wants to hear gratification and appreciation. And, uh, you know, not everybody that's praising you is always in your corner, man. They want to keep agging on the bad behavior, uh, keep agging on the bad decisions. Cause you know what, in their had a lot of folks thinking he keeps slipping up then it's gonna be my time to shine i'm just gonna take his spot hey buddy i hyped you up right on out this job see you on uh right up out the speaking gig because you know i got i agreed with you bad mouthing this guy behind his back you know kind of thing and so this church this organization ain't gonna work with you um so it's definitely important man to have accountability groups people to keep you in check man it's when you're trying to level up on your path to purpose in life you know, but we want yes men. Mm-hmm. I want yes men on my team. I want yes men around me. And I've had to deal with that so much, you know, um, especially uh, in, in the ministry world. It can be so hard to take criticism. It can be so hard to be in a position of leadership and have someone come against you. But I think it's also important. It's also imperative. It's also needed. It's also necessary. Now, you don't want to surround yourself with people who are against every daggum thing yeah. you do or say, but within rhyme or reason with a heart. You know their heart posture, right? Is it a is it a heart posture for your good? And so that's what I just want to encourage somebody, um, you, you know, with you know, what about your friendships? What about your relationships? Those people around you, are there people around you that you need to release now as well in order to release it now, which it means everything that you are supposed to do in this world. Because here's the thing, this time is going to pass. This life is going to expire. When we lay on our deathbed, I would certainly rather lay on my bed knowing that it failed than what if it would have worked. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have rather I would rather go into my very last breath having given everything I've got to my people, my family, the ones I love, the people I came across, man, and just be, I'm, I, here's the question. Are you living for your bank account? Or are you living for your eulogy, right? Are you living for people's approval or are you living for your eulogy, right? Are you living for um, your your fears and your flaws and your hurts and your pain, right? Or are you living for your family and what 
and 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 the people that need your story and they need you to step out of your comfort zone and step into your destiny and step into your purpose because there are people who are relying on you there are people who are counting on you and it's on you right to overcome i heard a lady who was deathly afraid of public speaking she wants to be a speaker doesn't think like that she can do it though she says she's horrified to talk in front of you know more than four people at, at one time and i said listen the two biggest fears of man right is the fear of death and the fear of public speaking i get it but here's the thing you are downplaying what's inside of you by the words that you're telling yourself. If you keep saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, you never will. Start saying, I will. Now, how can I? Right. And start putting that into the atmosphere, letting it be known that this is what you want to do. In other words, release it now. Absolutely, man. You got to get out of your head, man, and into action. And that's something I tell people all the time. Um, you know, the public speaking game, man, like you said, a lot of people were terrified. And I'm like, you didn't have a problem sitting here, at, at, you know, in the backyard telling me the story. And I thought it, I thought it, I thought it was very inspirational. Uh, you know, you didn't have a problem talking on the phone to five different people telling them, you know, what you're going through, trying to help out. I'm like, man, you, you got it. I mean, that that's proof you got it. Just get out of your head with it, overthinking people watching instead of telling one person at a time what public speaking does. You're able to get up there on the stage and impact 200 people at a time, man. Um, and a lot of people were, you know, not even just public speaking, but a lot of people are hiding their gift. You may be an artist, you may be a, a, a musician, an author, whatever it is, but because you are holding on to it up here and not releasing it out there to be heard and seen, man, it's like me and you talked before about, you know, me wanting to get into motivational speaking and getting that ball rolling. And you're like, bro, I didn't really know you were interested in doing motivational speaking like conferences and, you know, school assemblies. I just thought you was a motivated workout guy who did cool hype videos on social hey. media. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, people should be able to tell by the way I talk and, the you know, the motivation of my wife with my sister should say that I want to be a motivational speaker. But I've never claimed it. I've never marketed it. I've never straight up told somebody, hey, put a mic in my hand and watch what I'll do with it, man. I was nice with a baseball in my left hand. I'm a straight dog with that mic in my right hand. Let me come speak whatever it is, wherever it's at, whatever platform. That kind of assertiveness, releasing it, putting it out there. And now people's like, hey, man, you know, people's gaining interest. But they're like, we never knew you were interested in that. So stop holding on to your gift and release it, man. God gives you gifts to put out there for the world to see and let your light shine. And don't let the fear dim that light, man. Let your confidence and understand you were created by the ultimate creator to go be successful on this earth, man. Release it. Let that light shine and go get it, man. Listen, guys, the, the, only, the worst thing that could happen is it doesn't work. That's the worst. The worst thing could happen could be somebody gives you a no. No, you can't have a raise. No, you can't get this promotion. Um, no, you can't do that. Or it just doesn't, or you don't sell any. If you if you make something, if your heart is to build furniture, you know, um, whatever it is, the worst that could happen 
is it doesn't work. Listen, what if it works, right? Mm -hmm. Release it now because there will soon, I, in the Bible, when 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 I, I love going, going back to the Bible, you know, when we're talking about uh, in, in the words of Isaiah, uh, when, when we're talking about, I'm trying to think where God's talking about, he's going to do a new thing, right? But, but also he says, seek me while I'm still near, okay? That, there's a time limit there, all right? At the end of life, it's, it's gotten to be too late when I've taken my last breath. It says, he says, seek me while I'm still near, if there's a time limit on my relationship with my God, my creator, what makes me not think that there's a time limit on my purpose? But here's the thing. If you're still breathing, God's not done. So it's not too late. It's not too late. I don't care if you're 75. What is it? What is it right now that's so impressed in your heart that it's got to come out? And in that moment, I need you to release it. I need you to release it now. Is 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 it you want to you want to get more savvy with this with this technology stuff? Man, get into it. The worst thing about Google Sheets and all of these other tools is what if you can't figure it out? Then you could go get some help. You know what I mean? Like like take a step, take massive action into uncovering what it is that is going to be the process for success. But everybody's afraid, AJ. We're going back to the butterfly. We're afraid of that process, that cocoon moment where we feel uh, insecure, where we feel isolated, where we feel like we can't move, where we're scared, where we're not sure of how this is going to turn out. And I'm here to tell you, don't demonize the process because there's so much freedom and there's so much purpose found inside of that moment. That moment is going to be the deciding factor on where on how all of this plays out. Absolutely, man. And, it, you know, people, I, I tell our football teams all the time, man, you know, summer workouts and all, uh, baseball practice, whatever it is we've got going on, I tell them, man, it's all about your attitude. If you sit there and you got a negative attitude about the process of putting in work in the summertime heat, you know, that's why I feel it's my job as a coach. It's my job to bring the energy and the juice and not make it all sunshine and rainbows fun. But when I sell it to them, I'm like, we're going to have to practice either way. We might as well have a good attitude about it together collectively and we'll get through this thing together and we'll move on and we'll get through the day and we'll actually have fun doing it. But as long as you're dreading the work and the process, it's going to be 10 times heavier than it has to be. When you're max and you go to deadlift, you want to get 600 pounds. You think about the weight. It's like, oh, my God, that's a lot. But that's going to make it heavier when you go into it with that negative mindset, man, and that fearful mindset. I just tell them grab and go. You get three shots. Either you can or you can't, man. But you know what? You're going to live. You come back at it tomorrow. Um, you know, so, man, stop letting that little word of fear and failure and being scared, man. It's Life's too abundant to be living that way, man. Get up and go get your championship. Focus on the wins. Focus on the wins, not the loss. Focus on the goal ahead. Focus on it. I want to tell you, release it now. Here's why I'm saying that, guys. Listen to me. I got to bring this to a close. Release it now because we all got a lot to do. We all got a lot to do. Stop saying, I'll do it then. I'll do it then. Release it now. Everybody's busy. 
The same CEO of Fortune 500 companies has the same 24 hours a day, no more, that you got. And he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what we're doing because we're not being responsible with the time or we're being fearful with the time we have. What is it? What is it? Release it now. Let's go. Release it, man. Get up and go get it, man. Put put some action into your words, believe in yourself, and keep that motor go energy all the way turned up, baby. Come on.